Money, Riches, and Wealth is sponsored by the Financial Consulate. Say you don't need no diamond rings and I'll be satisfied. Tell me that you want the kind of things the money just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can buy me love. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Money, Riches, and Wealth. Here's your host, Drew Tignanelli. This is Drew Tignanelli here from Money, Riches, and Wealth. Michael P. McCarthy Good to is see the you. co-host tonight. The How are you, Michael? Cold and wet. Cold and wet. Like many That's... of the uh, local listeners to our show tonight. Yeah, well, it's, it's cool down here. I wouldn't call it cold and wet, but it's cool. You know, so uh, I'm glad to be here with you, Michael. And uh, tonight we're on an open show. That means our listeners are our guests. They get to determine the direction of the conversation. They can say, this is the topic that's important to me. I'd like to talk about this. And if you want to direct that conversation, it's 410-922-6680. 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and direct the conversation tonight. My voice is a little hoarse tonight, Mike. I guess I've been singing too many Christmas carols Yeah, that's all that week. screaming and yelling you've been doing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You <laughs> should be the one with the hoarse voice, you know, playing with the kids the whole weekend, you know? We did. We had a wonderful Christmas with uh, my daughters that are six and eight and uh, full of energy and light and um, was beautiful. Yeah, well... Mike, we're on an open show tonight, so our listeners can call in 410-922-6680 and direct the conversation, 410-922-6680, if you want to call in and direct the conversation. And Mike will let me know if there is somebody online, and we will take your call and do the best we can to answer your questions, because you're the guest tonight. You get to direct the conversation and so just let us know if you want to call in and ask a question. Maybe it's on Social Security or Medicare. Maybe it's on, um, you know, Roth IRAs and conversions or whatever. If it's a topic dealing with your personal finances, we're here to answer it for you. 410-922-6680. You know, Mike, there, were, there are two really good articles that uh, the consulate is uh, publishing recently. One's, one's called Generational Wealth. And it's about, you know, being uh, generationally minded and you want to make sure that that wealth is passing on to each generation and in the most efficient manner possible. And uh, the consulate always has considered itself a generational comprehensive financial advisor, not just somebody who's focused on just our client. We want to maximize our client's wealth, but most clients also have children or they have parents or something of that sort, and they're trying to figure out how to help them, or or maybe they're inheriting from their parents, but their estate's already pretty large, and maybe they wanna get more money to their children, and so generational uh, wealth planning is extremely important, and this article is addressing some of the, the ways to do that. There, there are many of them. You have one that you uh, just recently were talking about. Uh, yeah, there's a, a couple come to mind. Um, you know, one thing off the bat comes to mind is you're always talking about how um, so many people don't understand the gift tax or or what constitutes uh, taxable money when parents give money to children, and you know they're you know and how is the child going to be affected? Yeah, well, 
The problem that most people have is when they hear tax, they immediately think income tax. Well, gifts have nothing to do with income taxation. Hear me, please listen to that statement. Gifts do not have anything to do with income taxation. So if I give my children a billion dollars, I'm Bill Gates, and I say, hey, you know, here's a billion dollars for you. There is no income tax issue with the person receiving a billion dollar gift. So you can give your kids a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, a million dollars if you haven't and you want to. What the tax we're talking about, Mike, is the estate and gift tax. This is a tax that only affects very wealthy people. So if your estate is worth more than say $5 million and you, or you expect your estate to be worth more than 5 million, then you have to be very careful about how you give money to your children and you have to have good counsel to make sure that you do all the proper reportings, et cetera, et cetera. But it has nothing to do with income taxation. Right. And there's, um, you know, one of the examples that comes to mind for me is we recently had a client who, you know, was, you know, up there in age, um, had already lost a spouse, um, had a number of kids and had the opportunity to say, hey, I could make them wait until I pass away. But if I gave each of them this amount right now, you know, it was going to help those kids to do something that would actually bring his children closer together. Um, and he could do that, and there was no, you know, we had to file gift tax returns, but there's no gift tax owed. And that's right. the other thing. And most people have never even heard of the gift and estate tax uh, system. and But it's something that affects people with, currently, it's $26 million before you have to worry about it. In 2026, let's call it $13 million. So let's just stick with that. If you're worth more than $13 million married, or six and a half million single, then you got to worry about gifts and, and so forth. That's why I like to kind of focus it on about five million. And you have to worry about if you're giving money away and so forth. Anyway, Mike, we're on an open show tonight, 410-922-6680. If you'd like to get on the line, 410-922-6680. And we've got to go to our first pause tonight with traffic, and hopefully you'll get online after we come back from this pause. Take get away traffic. This is Drew Tignanelli and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, social security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, Financial Physical. Dot com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. Now 
back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth here with Michael P. McCarthy. We are on an open show. That means you, the listener, are our guest. And so if you're out there and you have a question, be it on Social Security or Medicare or estate planning or uh, income taxes or Roth conversions or... Um, you know, anything. If it deals with your personal finances, we're here to answer it and help you with it, give you a little uh, insight. Maybe it will make the difference for you. So if you want to call and ask that question, 410-922-6680. There's a three lines at least open right now, 410-922-6680. We'll go to Gary because he's been holding patiently, Michael. Gary, how can we help? I have a two-part question on Medicare. Okay. Part one. Part one. Just turned 64. When do I have to apply for it next year? And how do I apply for it? Okay. That's a good one. Um, are um, Are you married or single? Married. Married. And how old is your spouse? Uh, 67. So are they already on Medicare? Yes. Okay. So you're not working and she's not working. You don't have group health insurance through another company, right? Mm, no, we do. Who do you have it through? Do you work? You're working? No. Well, who do you have group health insurance through? Oh, not from work, from a retirement plan. Oh, from a retirement plan. Yeah. And you're and you're retired from a big company. Okay. All right. So here's what you do. Right. Three months before you turn 65, uh-huh. you apply for Medicare Part A and B. Okay. Three months before. I would Three do months. it online if I were you. In other uh-huh. words, I would just go go online and, and just apply for Medicare A and B. Okay. Have you ever set up a My Social Security account online? Okay, well, you know, not everybody has. Now, I can't tell you, every time I set somebody up on Medicare, we normally have to get them a My Social Security account. Right. But since you, you already have one, <laughs> you're a good ways along in this, uh, you know, so you when you're three months before, you right. go online, go into your My Social Security account, say, I want to start a new application. I'm applying for Medicare only, unless you need or feel like it's appropriate to take Social Security if you take Social Security, they're going to automatically sign you up for A and B all at the same time. So um, you you can do it all there. Um, you have you have up until three months before or three months after you turn sixty five to m- make your application without getting penalized. Okay. And then okay. you just need to, and the state of Maryland will just um, flip your insurance from Group Health to Medicare Supplemental once you turn 65. Okay. And uh, what did it go to this year? What do you mean, what did it go to? The, the, uh, the Medicare B premium. What did it go Medicare to? Part B premium is $170 a month approximately. It might be $171, okay. but it's right in that $170. Okay. So it was $170. Last year it went down to 163, and it went right back up to 170 this year. So it's 170 again. Yeah, Bidenomics. Got it. <laughs> right there, you go. Bidenomics. It's working. Yeah. It's working. 
Well, happy new year. Thanks a lot. Thank you All very right, much. Gary, good call. Good question. Anyone else online? Mike? Lines are open. 410-922-6680. Now's the time to call and get your question answered. Yeah, all lines are open. 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and ask your question. So, Mike, let's get back to generational wealth we were talking right. about earlier. Um, another key strategy of generational wealth would be uh, your parents pass away. You're doing really well yourself financially. And uh, you're going to inherit a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars from your parents. Uh, one of the best things you can learn is what's called a disclaimer. What's a disclaimer? It's where you say, "Treat me as if I'm deceased." And if the next in line, if you were really deceased, if the next in line is your own children, then you can disclaim and let that two hundred thousand that you were going to inherit go right to your children without any gift tax implications and so forth. So it's a really cool strategy. You just have to understand how it works and you should have good counsel before you ever made a disclaimer. But it is an incredibly powerful tool if you understand how it works. So Mike, we have another caller, right? Yeah. Let's go right to Ann in Pasadena. Ann, how can we help? Hi, um, I'm retired CSRS employment. Um, and also, I'm working for a contractor, and I want to uh, find the best strategy with regards to Medicare Part B. And mm. I was told recently that since I have federal Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, I can suspend that, not cancel it, suspend it, and then pick up um, the health care with my current employer, and then when I retire fully from the contractor, then I can reactivate my federal Blue Cross and Blue Shield and then take up the Medicare Part B. And you don't even have to take up Medicare Part B if you don't want to. Right, but I understand that it's best to take it. Um, well, that's debatable. That. That's debatable. I'm not saying it's good or bad. Everybody's different. And we've had quite a few situations where people have been quite well served not having it. And we've had others where it was very important that they got it. So I don't think it's a uh, one, one size fits all type thing for uh, federal government employees. How old are you now? I'm almost 64. Okay. So you're getting really close to that. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, I don't know if your contractor's medical insurance is a good one or not, uh, and whether it's worthwhile to do that. One of the benefits of being under your contractor is that the premium would be tax-free, or should I say tax uh, non-taxable, right? Whereas when you're paying the premium through the government, um, that premium is after-tax dollars you're paying with. So there's one of the big benefits of going to the contractor versus the government. Though I will say, one of the best insurances you will ever have is if you were fully insured under Medicare with, uh, you know, the federal government. Um, but I think your, your strategy might be a good one to suspend as long as you're confident that you can suspend and go right back to it as soon as you leave the contractor because uh, that, that could be a, an excellent strategy. And then, you know, when you're ready to fully retire, how, what age do you want to be when you fully retire? 
Oh, probably 70 or 71. I want to get my 40 quarters for Social Security. <clears throat> okay. Now, you'll probably, you'll probably still get windfall elimination right. under your, uh, your Social Security, but it would probably still be a reasonable amount of money. It might not be as much as somebody who made the same without CSRS, but it would probably be a reasonable amount of money if you get your 40 quarters in. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm striving for. Yeah. So I think your I think your strategy can work as long as you're confident that you can suspend and and get back in, and and then you know I think you need to think um, about that Medicare Part B before you make that final decision when you do turn uh, going back to the federal government health plan. Right, I will because I know my cousin got penalized and he had a big he had like a three thousand dollar bill so. Why he 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 was CSRS also? Yeah, and then, he he didn't take the Medicare Part B at age sixty five, and, and then, then he went in later and said he wanted it. Well, he got a three thousand dollar bill because he didn't take it at age sixty five, and then he did you know, take it after that age sixty seven, but with a penalty. Was he a federal government employee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but he only the only reason he would have had that penalty is because he then turned around and applied for it at sixty seven, right? Right, right. The two year two year so, gap. Yeah. So if he didn't apply for it, which he didn't have to, he would have never got penalized. Yeah, I guess he had to pay out of pocket. You know, the three thousand. Right. So that's well, but you know, if if you really think about it, every year you do Medicare Part B, it's going to cost you twenty one hundred dollars a year. So you have to think about that. And if you're married, that's $4,200 a year. So anyway, I got to go. I've got a hard break here. I'm on an open show tonight, 410-922-6680. If you want to call in, 410-922-6680. Take getaway traffic. to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Man, that's the kind of energy we need around here, Anita. I don't know. You can tell it's not Christmas, though, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, maybe next week when I'm there in person, Anita will give me some good music, you know? Yeah, she holds that <laughs> out. Anyway, uh, we're here on an open show, 410-922-6680. There's at least three lines open. 410-922-6680 if you want to call in and take one of those lines and direct the conversation. But in the interim, we're going to Mark in Glen Burnie. Mark, how can we help? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm retired military, and I'm in my 60s. Thank you for your service. I'm getting close to that you know, age group for the um, Part B. So my question is, is there any kind of... Uh, of a cut price offered for the pe- people who are military retirees, I assume it's the same uh, as far as the process you go through for everybody. It's the exact same. Are you Tricare? Yes, I am. Yes, sir. Okay, so you have to go on Medicare Part B. You have no choice. No matter what, if hands or butts, even if you have a group health insurance plan, if you're Tricare and you want to keep Tricare, once you turn 65, you have to take Medicare Part B. And there's the same premium. It's $170 a month unless your income is high. Are you married or single? I'm uh, married. So if your income's over like, let's call it $200,000, you'll pay a lot more for Medicare Part B. 
Hmm. Okay, so but it's it's the same as everyone in the country. Right. And, and so that's on top of your Tricare you're paying for, I guess. Well, the Tricare is uh, is a supplemental once you turn to sixty five, and when you turn sixty five, Medicare Part A is for hospitals. Medicare Part B is for outpatient or doctors, and then Tricare picks up anything else. So, in other words, you pay for your Part B, and then you'd have you still pay for your Tricare, which yep. I guess would supplement what your Part B doesn't cover. What Part A for hospitals and Part B for doctors doesn't cover, Tricare will pick up pretty much everything else. Okay, so now the Part A, now, is that also something additional you have to pick? I mean, obviously, I understand you got to pick up Part B, but... Part A is what you've been paying for since you got your very first job at whatever age. For me, it was 14. When I was 14, I paid Medicare uh, taxes. I got and, and every since then, you know, any paycheck you got, they were taking Medicare taxes out, and that's for medicare part a hospitals so you don't pay anything extra for that but if you keep working yeah are you still working yes i am yes sir so if you keep working you keep paying medicare part a taxes and you're not getting anything extra for it you just keep paying for it but um you know so medicare part b is going to cost you 170 or more per month and then your tricare and that's it and everything else should be pretty much covered now here's an interesting thing are you and your spouse thinking of traveling as you get older uh i i mean you mean like as in like out of country or out of country out of country most likely not but if we did is there also a negative there <laughs> well the thing is is that tricare does not and most medicare medicare type coverage doesn't really cover foreign travel so gotcha. you you have to really think about when you make foreign travel and you're on Medicare, especially Tricare, you want to make sure you get some kind of medical supplemental policy for your travel. And it's relatively inexpensive, but it it it's a good thing to have if you're not if you're not um, covered when you're in international travel. Okay. Yeah, in other words, you're saying if you say you're in Germany, you get hurt, you want to have that separate policy just to cover yourself. Yeah, because, you know, the most that any Medicare I see cover is like $50,000. It's about the most it'll cover. And it also can be very difficult to uh, get reimbursed. You have to pay for it while you're over there. A lot of these medical insurance travel policies you get, they'll take care of everything for you. And nice. then uh, and they'll also evacuate you back to the United States if necessary so that you can get real medical care because a lot of those countries over there, they've got some good ones. But there are a lot of those countries over there. I wouldn't want them touching me, you know. So let me tell you a very quick story. Italy. Person was over there. They went skiing in southern Italy. Girl broke her leg. Okay. She got (laughs) pins put on her leg. They used a craftsman's drill, drilled holes through her legs to put the pins in, and no anesthesia. And in another place in Italy... They stitched the person up. The stitches, you know how we go just across the, 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 the seam, you know, perpendicular? Right. They do the X-stitching like uh, Frankenstein. How well? When I was in Turkey and Ankara, their hospitals, and this is like 10, 15 years ago, they were on the line of 1940s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had two hospitals, and that's how archaic they were. That's, you're talking 3.5 million people, and guess what? Two ambulances for the entire city. Wow. Well, I tell you one thing, though. Yeah, you're you're talking very sketchy. (laughs) One thing you have to keep in mind, though, Mark, 
Yeah, well, is that you. the Italians have very good wine and very good food. So wherever, if they drive, drill you with a craftsman's tool, that's okay, you know, as long as you give me a bottle of wine while they're that's doing really it. funny. Hey, guys, thank you so much <laughs> thank for you. info. I, I know you got other callers when I get on, but thanks for your time, and uh, thanks again for your show and all your info. Thank you for Take your care, service Mark. again. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. All right. Anyways, all lines Mark. are open. We're still on an open show, 410-922-6680, if you want to call and ask a question, whatever question you have, and we're here to answer it for you, 410-922-6680 is the way to call in and ask your question. So we talked about, um, you know, one way to benefit the next generation is through uh, the op, you know, op, the opportunity to maybe disclaim an asset to pass the taxable effect down a generation. Uh, another thing that has changed recently is the Maryland 529 and some of the options that you have around that, right, Drew? All 529, not just sorry. From, not just the Maryland 529. So you know, I used to in the early days of 529s, I told people don't even touch them, and then you know, as time went on, they got a little better. And I said, oh, you know, okay, you know, use them, and but just be careful not to use them too much because you don't want to overfund them. But now they've given us a new bonus out of the 529, Mike. So if I have some money left over, $35,000, I can, I can you know, allocate that at the same rate per year to a Roth IRA for whoever the beneficiary of that 529 is. And the, the account has to be open for at least 15 years. You can't use it with contributions that are less than five years old. And uh, whoever the beneficiary is, that's who you can give it to as long as they have earned income. But here's the cool thing, Mike, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's say Mike is making a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money, and he can't do a Roth IRA. But he's got a daughter who's graduating from college, and she still has $50,000 left in her 529 plan. Mike can take 35 of that, move it over to his own account with him as a beneficiary, and he can then allocate that to a Roth IRA despite his income. Right. That's the cool thing about the 529 is there's no income limitation. You just have to have the earnings and you have to be the beneficiary and the account has to be up and open for at least 15 years and you can't have contributed to the plan in the last five years. So there are some really cool things you can do with this now um, and get it into Roth IRAs. Um, so... <coughs> It, yeah. Excuse me. No, it's it's, a, it's, it's a, making it interesting now. And we talk about Roth IRAs all the time. We talk about the Roth 401k. There's certainly, you know, the hard thing about uh, making tax elections, such as whether to do a regular 401k or a Roth, is there's all these little breakpoints, and that's where you really got to have somebody on your side to help teach you those breakpoints. But a lot of times, that those Roth options we think are going to be powerful for the future. No, no doubt. And matter of fact, when we were talking about generational wealth. Mm -hmm. We were talking, the, the number one thing is Roth IRAs. There is nothing, nothing better than a Roth IRA going to your children and grandchildren. It is the most powerful gift you can give generationally down the ladder. So, uh, But you need to learn how to do Roth appropriately and the most effectively and the most powerfully. So anyway, Mike, we're on an open show, 410-922-6680. We got 15 minutes left in the show. Nobody's online. We are just not very popular. Either that or it's the week of Christmas, Mike. Yeah, it's so dreary one, and rainy. One, and... one of the two. And uh, 
But if you want to call in 410-922-6680 is the way to do it. We got to go to traffic. Take, get away, traffic. This is Drew Tignanelli, and I have a question for you. Is your financial advisor a doctor of personal financial advice? Do you get strategies to reduce taxation, Social Security, Medicare advice, sophisticated retirement planning, investment allocation strategies, estate planning, or help with any issue of money? It is time you do a financial physical with me and my team at the consulate and experience the difference. You hear the depth of knowledge we have about personal finance, so do a financial physical and you'll experience what we believe an advisor should do for you. They should be independent, experienced, credentialed, fee-only, comprehensive fiduciaries. They should be a doctor of personal finance and not salespeople selling you products. Set up an introductory meeting by calling 410-823-SAVE, 410-823-SAVE, or go online, financialphysical.com. That's financialphysical.com. It's time you experience the difference. back to more of Money, Riches, and Wealth on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. We're back, Money, Riches, and Wealth. We're on an open show tonight here with Michael P. McCarthy. Michael is the uh, CEO of the Financial Consulate and uh, and an uh, incredible asset to the company. Thank you. And uh, we uh, are... We're a big great, team of great people. A great uh, leader of great people. So uh, I really appreciate your service, Mike. And uh, I love the fact that I get to do this show with you. Absolutely. And uh, tonight we're on an open show. So our listeners are our guests, 410-922-6680. We do have one person online, but we could easily take another two if you still want to get online. 410-922-6680 if you want to call in. But let's go to Bob in Odenton. Bob, how can we help? Hello. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you guys. Merry Christmas. Happy uh, New Year to you as well. Well, I just got in the car and I, I turned on your show. heard you were talking about raw fire A's. Um, I, I have a question. I started a individual IRA about seven years ago. And... Just this past previous year, I opened up a Roth IRA. Um, the, pre, the, the traditional IRA doesn't have a lot of gains, maybe 15% or something. Would it make sense for me to, you know, combine the two and just make it a Roth? And get, you know, well, let me... Get rid of the individual? Are you married or single? Single. Single. Are you going to continue to live in the state of Maryland? Probably till I retire. When do you plan to retire? About 12 years. Where do you intend to go in 12 years? South. Not sure what state or what country, but south. <laughs> okay, then your best bet is to probably continue to do tax-deferred type uh, savings. And when you leave the state of Maryland... Take that money that you deferred in the state of Maryland to a lower tax state and uh, convert it to Roth in a lower tax state, and you'll save two, three, four, five, six, even up to eight percent. If you move like I did to Florida, you can take all that tax deferred money from Maryland, 
which is going to cost you eight percent if you if you pay the Roth tax on it, you're going to pay eight eight and a half percent on it. If you defer it and then take it south, you know, five ten years from now, twelve years from now, you'll you'll save all that state income tax. Very interesting. Okay, yeah, so my plan it would make sense to lower Herbert down the road. Or- yeah, the the whole the whole concept of Roth versus traditional or Roth conversion, where you're paying the taxes and converting to the Roth, all comes down to the income tax bracket you're in today versus the income tax bracket that you expect to be in in the future. And so if you know you're in an income tax bracket where you're paying federal and state, not just state, but a high state tax rate, and you know in the future that you're going to move somewhere where you're in a lower tax situation, then it it almost immediately says you need to seriously consider deferring and wait till you get to that lower tax state. Now you know that you know that baseball player, the Japanese sensational baseball player, and you heard the story. He made seven hundred million dollars, right? A contract. Let me let me tell you the story, the rest of the story, okay? His contract, what he did is he he took two million dollars a year for ten years, so that's only twenty million. You say, wait a minute, Drew, he signed for seven hundred million. Well, he signed a contract for ten years for just two million, making only twenty million while he's in California, playing in California, where he's going to owe California income taxes, which they just raised to the highest in the country, 15%. So he made a deal where he gets enough money that he lives happily in California, but he doesn't pay a lot of taxes. In the 10th year, he intends to retire from baseball and he intends to go to another state that doesn't have any income taxes like Florida or Texas, et cetera, et cetera. And he's gonna get $68 million a year for 10 years. Why did he do that? Well, because when you do a 10-year payout on a deferred compensation like that, the income transfers to the state you move to. And that's a very important lesson that all of our listeners need to hear so that if you're deferring compensation, you don't want to pay out of one year when you retire or five years when you retire. You want a 10-year payout because if you intend to leave a higher tax state, and you want it to transfer to the lower tax state, it's got to be a 10-year payout. But the same principle applies to you, Bob. Defer your taxes while you're in a high state tax and bring it to a lower state tax. Thank you for your information. Appreciate that. All right, buddy. It's a good question. Great question. All right. Well, we still got all lines open, Drew. We still have all lines open, uh, but I don't know if we're going to be able to get another oh, caller okay. in before. No, need to say, I don't think so either, guys. Yeah, four or five, you know, it's three and a half minutes that we have left to go. We'll just have to come up with another topic. Well, you know, we said that we did the article, and you can get that on the Financial Consulate website. Uh, we, you know, go to financialconsulate.com, and up in the top right, you'll see something called Knowledge Center. And under the Knowledge Center, when you click on that, it'll bring you to our Pulse, which is our monthly video of just different topics. We can you get a podcast of all the radio shows. If you want to listen to old radio shows, you can hear them. And uh, articles, webinars, articles, 
and we just talked about the one that was just being published called generational wealth. But the one that's going to come up after that is the concept of how to think about when to claim Social Security and when and why do you have to sign up for Medicare Part A and Part B and when's the time to do that. And it gives you some general thoughts about how to make that decision and so forth. But you also have some great webinars on there, too. And it's you all know, created by our team. It's not repackaged uh, content from somewhere else. It's all original. Yeah. It's all it's all designed just to you know to be topics that we were working with clients on. We said, hey, this would be a good thing for lots of people to learn, and so you can go there and get all that uh, information if you want to learn more about personal finances, because that's what we're here to do and help you to uh, be the most efficient with your personal finances. Yeah, and the it, the content we create, it's so wonderful that it's over such a broad uh, number of personal finance topics. You know, we have a huge team of advisors who've all got different specialties. And, you know, we've got one of our advisors that's the certified financial therapist that helps you think about, you know, think about how you're thinking about money and feeling money and how your past, you know, represents and how you deal with your money. Yeah, well, you know, you got you got topics on retirement planning. And um, Alec just did one on... Um, uh, the non-financial concepts of retirement planning, which is very important. A lot oh, yeah. of people don't even think about those things, you know. But there's tons of things to think about other than the finances uh, when you're headed into retirement and so forth. But, you know, Mike, one of the other things that I, 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 uh, I think our listeners need to understand is there's a thing that we call wealth efficiency. And wealth efficiency is an extremely important concept. People always think that it's, a, it's a, you know, I just got to make more money, make more money, make more money. You can't always make more money, but you need to learn how to be wealth efficient. And that's the key to personal finances. It's like Warren Buffett said. He said, it's not about the size of the snowball. It's about keeping the snowball together as you're rolling it down the hill. And if you lose, you know, when you roll that snowball and you lose a hunk of it, you know, your snowball's a lot smaller. Well, if you learn how to be really efficient with your snowball and just keep it rolling down the hill slowly but surely, you'll have a massive snowball by the time you get to the end of that hill. Yep, absolutely. So, and not the kind that the other guy talks about, that that snowball. That's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, uh, we're almost out of time here, Mike, but I wanted to say an important thing is that, you know, at the end of each show, I say something and a lot of people just might think it's trite. You know, I just say it, just Drew Tignanelli saying, God bless. I don't do that just because I think it's a cute thing to say. There's a, there's a scripture verse, Mike, that says, God gives you the ability to produce wealth. That's a very important statement. God gives you the ability to produce wealth. You think it's all about you, but let me tell you something. God is the one that gives you the ability to produce wealth. And when I say God bless, I don't just do it in a trite way. I do it in a way of saying, may God bless you that you can produce wealth. So that's what it's all about. And this is Drew Tignanelli saying God bless.